Are we on? There we go. So uh, we solicited the crowd for some questions. Right. Right. And we got some questions. Mm -hmm. Some that are kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. So there was one there that we were going to start off with. And uh, I guess, Martin, I'll let you take sure. the first one from, is it Paul Byler, is it? I guess indirectly, yes. Um, from Paul through Stephen. Perhaps we don't need to name names. Yeah, they won't I, don't know if, I, don't, I don't think they'll care, which is an, something that I wanted to say, wanted to talk about. And that is, uh, a lot of the time, we're hiding people's identities. And, and I don't want to see harm coming to anybody. But I think that we need to start trusting the Lord in that we can come out and say, here's the way it is, and you can say so-and-so said it. Mm -hmm. Where we take a stand, mm -hmm. and we don't get so apologetic socially. Mm -hmm. They came confessing their sins in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. I think... I think that was a breakthrough for, for, for a lot of that people. There was formality in those days. There was all this social order, this political correctness. All these things have existed all along. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think we can, we can break through that. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my Theo autobiography lays it out. I, 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 I admit my faults and wrongs and, and, uh, and, and, that, and that of others. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's where our strength lies, is in the honesty, the directness, the forthrightness, the frankness of our fallen condition, of, mm -hmm. our, of our humanity. And I think we need to get honest with God, mm -hmm. get honest with fellow man, and say, look, you want to laugh at me, you want to you wanna mock me, you want to criticize me, then you go right ahead. But I want to say what's true, I want to say what's on my heart, I want to live. I don't want to live in death anymore. I don't want to hide in darkness anymore. Mm -hmm. I want to come out into the light. And, Lord willing, when you see the, the benefit of the value of that, you'll come out into the light mm -hmm. with me. And I mm -hmm. think that's, that's the power, mm -hmm. at least one aspect of it, Martin. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And most people's effort is... Uh, taken up with feeling obligated to be quote unquote better than they are. Right. Yeah. A huge amount of energy people spend trying to be better than they are. Yeah, and then that as if it's even expected of you, which it's not. Sure. That's right. That's right. And in fact people find it refreshing that you just be what you are. Right. Just be honest about about yourself. And that's a battle that we're always going through every day mm -hmm. with, sure. with everybody we're meeting with. We just want to, we, 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 we feel like we have to measure up to something or mm -hmm. impress somebody somehow. It becomes a habit, an ingrained habit, so that you don't even know you're doing it. Right. It's just there, and that's the nature, that's the human nature. And how, how's the way out? Start going in the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. And by God's grace, you'll, you'll come out of there, and he'll see that that's what you want to do. Mm -hmm that you're committed to that, in that direction, and it'll happen, and you're set free by the truth. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be living in your own lies anymore. You're going to mm -hmm. be set free. You're going to be made free by the truth. 
you know, you're not imagining yourself as something that you aren't. And you're, and you're not even believing that other people want you to be something other right. than you are. Because right. most people are feeling a lot more comfortable when you're just being yourself. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you feel like they want you to be something that you're not. And, and you don't want to be something that you're not, and they don't even want you to be something that right. you're not. But right. it's just, it's the And you're putting a burden on them, too. Right. When you're, when you're trying to be something you're not. Because right. then you're encouraging them in that direction as well. Yeah, and they have to go through the awkwardness of, of approving this version of yourself you're suggesting is you. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And they have to be like, oh, yeah, totally, you really are a great guy. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. It's an exaggeration. Yeah. But yeah. they have to somehow accommodate your yeah. right. sort of imaginary self. Sure, for sure. Aren't you guys tired of people pretending to be something or somebody they're not? Mm -hmm. aren't, you, aren't you tired of the political correctness? Mm -hmm. Aren't you tired of the insincerity? Mm -hmm. Aren't you tired of the lies that, that others are telling you, even if they seem so harmless? Aren't you tired of telling your lies to them? Aren't you tired of putting on a mask and a costume and, and every day of your life when you're dealing with people? Every once in a while you run into somebody who doesn't care. They just, they are what they are. And you know what? It's kind of refreshing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Even if it's a little bit on the unsavory side sometimes. Well, honestly, if somebody's being who they are, most of the time it's on the unsavory side. None of us are that savory. Well, that's... You know what I mean? Yeah, oftentimes that's the way it is. But I see some people. Uh, I remember this one lady who, when they were counting ballots, this blonde woman. Yeah. What was I, her name? I don't remember, but she had the glasses. Uh, I remember. And that was precious. You know, like she was what she was. And <laughs> she says, uh, have you? <laughs> she was asking the guys that were judging her. Can't remember what she was asking. It's miles behind. Mm -hmm. but, you know, did you sign a form or something like that? Mm -hmm. Did you do your part that you're asking me to do? And she was just being honest and straightforward. Nobody could fault her, really. Right. It was it was marvelous. Mm -hmm. Honesty. Is, anything is there a power against honesty? I don't think so. Is I don't anything think there's good come out of Galilee. Right. He wasn't That's right. He wasn't rebuked for his. Honesty, it, right? It, you know, obviously that kind of cynicism gets worked out of you over time. Yeah, but it's not held against somebody to just no. say what's on their mind. And the Lord certainly didn't. Right, that was the Lord. That's you know, right. He says, he says, uh, he says, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no guile. Mm -hmm. What's an Israelite? Somebody who's honest. Somebody mm -hmm. who tells the truth. That's what an Israelite is. We're not mm -hmm. talking about an ethnic uh, uh, or a racial. Entity, mm -hmm. we're talking about character, we're talking about mm -hmm. personality, we're talking about the nature of the person, right? Isn't mm -hmm. that wonderful mm -hmm. to be free of all of that? So, you know, everybody gets sick and tired of the political correctness. Everybody gets sick and tired of the politicians who are always promising and impressing you and, oh yes, I'm going to do this with your money, mm -hmm. but just don't listen to that part. And we're going to have better health care, and we're going to have better this, and we're going to have better that. And yeah. And, and the churches are no different. For sure. They promise the moon and the sky, and they, the preachers get up there, and they're going to be impressing you, right? Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're gonna, you may not want to bother coming back next Sunday, mm -hmm. but they want you to come back. So they have to try and prepare a sermon that they'll, they'll work on for 6, 8, 10, 12 hours, whatever. The, the, you know, sure. <laughs> and I some some of them. Least. <laughs> yeah, I know it varies, but uh, 
you're, you're trying to impress one another and you wear your Sunday best and all that. It's all bologna sandwiches, yeah. right? Yeah. Am I pretending now? Or should I just I say bullshit? Yeah, well, there it is. <laughs> now the cat's out of the bag. But really, honesty. God honors honesty. He loves honesty. He appreciates honesty. Man. And you know, your fears start to disappear when, you, when you're not trying to hide something. Hmm. When you're trying to be something you're not, pretending. Pretense, that's a big job. Mm -hmm. Pretense is a big job. It's exhausting. It is. Mm -hmm. And and didn't the la the Lord say, unless you become as little children, mm -hmm. you'll in no way enter the kingdom of God? He's talking about simplicity. He's talking about just mm -hmm. be real. Mm -hmm. Kids are real, aren't they? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes parents get embarrassed at some of the things kids say because they're giving some of the family or household secrets away. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, or they'll say something that might be embarrassing to to a visitor or whatever. And they don't mean a thing by it. Mm -hmm. And nobody can possibly uh, mm -hmm. drum up the, 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 the gumption to call them out for it or scold them or anything like mm -hmm. that. You can't do it. Why? Because honesty, there is no defense against honesty. Right. There's no defense against the truth. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Yeah. So this is, this is what we would like to have here. My wife was telling me earlier she doesn't want me playing around with my microphone cord. I like playing with my microphone cord. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> but I like it. I'll try and appease her a little bit. Yeah. I'll, we'll maybe you're cut a deal here. You're only going to go so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Where was I? We had asked everybody to send some questions in case they wanted mm -hmm. the, us to answer something. We suggested that, so here's one of those. We'll just start here and maybe yeah. we'll sure. have some other things to talk about. And right. Try to start and get other things to talk about. <laughs> Let me start again. Please uh, do. So, uh, let's see. Recently, Paul asked what the difference is between the Old Testament believers and the New Testament believers. If it's the same faith, why did Jesus have to die? What do you have to say about that? <coughs> I think that the Old Testament believers knew their Savior was coming. And the New Testament believers know that their Savior has come. And, and so there really isn't a lot of difference in a significant sense. Right. Their, their experience as people, as believers, was the very same. The same kinds of obedience and sacrifice and steadfastness and faith was required of them. Yeah, absolutely. They uh, were the pioneers. Right. Abraham is the father of our faith. And they had to... Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, it, can, it can be a little cloudy, right? Because, like, um, uh, what did it say, John the Baptist was filled with the Spirit from the womb. Yes. 
he is still says of him, and he didn't have, what those now have, with the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Did did it say that he didn't have that? I I thought that at one time, but uh, I've I've reconsidered that somewhat. It's it's like he said he says, uh, of all men born of women, mm -hmm. uh, there's no greater than John. Right. But the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. I don't know that we can completely uh, conclude that uh, that he didn't have that he didn't have that that spiritual uh, identity and, and and nature. Right. He was. Uh, but, but all if he was filled with the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb, I wonder if the Lord wasn't simply talking about his appearance. You know, yes, John is a great man, but hey, if you're in the kingdom, you may not know it, you may not realize it, but you're, but you're greater. You're greater than that. Because after the death and resurrection, you didn't just have the spirit. You had the spirit of the risen Lord. Yeah. There's that victory yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, it's a... The whole thing is spiritual, and so it's hard to sort of incorporate the physical timeline, because like it says, the Lamb was slain from the foundation of the world. Right. And yet there is a demarcation in history. Yes. When yes. Jesus died, that physical yeah. death, that timeline, Yeah. there was a victory there over death and hell. Yes. And maybe a little closer to answering Paul's question would be that Jesus said of Abraham, Abraham saw my day mm -hmm. and rejoiced. And rejoiced in it, right? Right. And uh, what was the Lord's day? It came, it was a day for him to come and die, mm -hmm. to lay down his life. Abraham knew that. He saw that. Mm -hmm. He saw that day coming. In Genesis 3.15, it says, it says that uh, the serpent would bruise his heel. Mm -hmm. Well, they had they had spiritual understanding that uh, uh, that that we're not ne necessarily aware of. Um, they didn't know the things. They didn't see the things that we now but they believe don't them. see. But they believed them, and they waited. They patiently, and, mm -hmm. and now they're um, discovering discovering. They're coming to the place to appreciate what we're given. Mm -hmm. And we follow through on what we're given mm -hmm. for their sakes. Mm -hmm. Well, they believed for our sakes. Yes, absolutely. They did it. They, they spoke for our sakes. They laid down. They 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 laid down their lives for us. Right. It cost them their their mm -hmm. blood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they didn't. Go ahead, Matt. The scripture. I'm not going to get quite right, but uh, say without us. Right. That they should not, without us, receive the, the reward. We would we would be there to receive it with them. How does that go? We got a few people on it here. That's right. Yeah. For God had provided some better thing for us that they should not be made perfect without us. All right. Give me a give me a passage here because I'll get it on the mic here. <laughs> Right. Hebrews 11, 40. Okay, I'll work on that. 39 and 40. 
These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised. Since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. They didn't receive something until it received. That's right. They, they looked forward, and that's why they were offering all those sacrifices day after day, because they were, that, that sacrifice was an expression of their faith in what was to come. Right. It yeah. was, that's what it was. Yeah. And it was a constant reminder that, that, um, that, that, Because in, in, if you look at the amount of animals that they were sacrificing, it was darn near infinite. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. And, and that was kind of the message, is that the, the, the cost of separation between God and man yes. is infinite. Yeah. It, it, if you want to pay for it in material terms, it's infinite. The cost. Is, the cost yeah. is infinite. Yeah. And that's why the, the replacement sacrifice had to be of infinite value. I mean, it's yeah. only of infinite value if it's perfect. Yeah. And in blood. Right. Yeah. And so they, they were all um, professing their understanding of that. Uh -huh. Yeah. The seriousness of that separation. Yeah. And, and they knew that a sacrifice was to come that would put all that away. Mm -hmm. Because it was a huge burden. The Lord had to die for them. Mm -hmm. He had to die for us. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And in that case, it's identical. Yes. But as for when it took place in history, they, they, they only, I guess to answer the question specifically, Jesus had to die because um, they needed that to happen just as much as we do. Yes. It's, it's only that it took place in the center of history, so to speak. Right. That can cause some confusion, but they looked forward and we look back in a certain sense. And um, maybe you could say that it was fulfilled, not that it necessarily happened so much as that it was fulfilled in the center of history. Mm -hmm. Because again, like mm -hmm. that scripture says, that uh, before the foundation of the world, the Lamb was slain. Right. Right? And, and so for anyone who thinks that, that we're all in this boat because Adam and Eve just couldn't keep it together. Right. You have to be able to understand by that passage that God intended for all of this. It was all part of His plan. Absolutely. Because otherwise, why would His? Why would He have already planned the the death of His own Son before man had even walked the earth? That's right. That's right. Before before the earth was formed. That's right. Yeah. And and the earth, the whole course of history was centered around the need for God. Yeah. And in Genesis, it started right off. The Lord, a after Adam and Eve had chosen to sin, right? It said right there that uh, that the serpent would bruise mm -hmm. the Messiah's her seeds, Eve's seeds, heal, mm -hmm. and he would bruise his head. Mm -hmm. So, and that was part of the process of salvation, the salvation of all mankind, and not just all mankind, all of creation. Mm -hmm. All of creation had to be, yes, all of creation groans for the manifestation mm -hmm. of the sons of God. All that had to happen for, for everything and everybody. 
and we can kind of speak in terms of, of all this happening without time and space. We don't, we're locked into time and space, we're put into that dimension or dimensions, mm -hmm. but, but, but it, it's beyond that, it's much greater than that. Mm -hmm. So with, with the Lord's crucifixion and resurrection, there's not necessarily any uh, time control or constraint. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's all it's all something that is. Mm -hmm. It's like the Lord said, "I am that I am." Mm -hmm. And He didn't. Right. It's still faith. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Back then and now, it's still mm -hmm. faith. Amen. That's right. That's right. Abraham, it was his faith, right? Moses, mm -hmm. Jesus said of Moses. He spoke of me. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. Moses brought the law, which represents God. Right. And Moses was pointing to the Lord. So were the prophets pointing to mm -hmm. the Lord. Moses was there planning his crucifixion. Yes. He participated in the whole process, start That's to right. finish. That's right. From, so the, from the, the, the administering of the law all the way to the fulfillment of the law, Moses was there. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Now it's time for his law to be magnified. Amen. Yes. Time for his law to be magnified. Yeah. And Jesus said to the to the people there. He said, "If you." Believe Moses, you'd believe me, right? Mm -hmm. And what was Moses pointing to? He was pointing to the cru crucifixion of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So that's what all the sacrifices were all about. That's what they were all about. It's all about. Yeah, they were all satisfactory. I wouldn't even call. It, yeah, I would say satisfactory substitutions. Yeah. Yeah. Appointed and satisfactory. It says he's pleased by it, so they have to be satisfactory. Yeah. And something that we had to say to uh, someone that came by today mm -hmm. was, uh, you know, we were talking about church, church attendance. And I pointed out that Abraham didn't go to church. He mm -hmm. didn't, didn't even have a Bible. Didn't even have a fellow believer, really. Not really. There was a lot, but how faithful was he? Uh, he he came came up pretty short in a mm -hmm. lot of ways mm -hmm. into the future generations. Very short, right, <laughs> right. So, um, wh what what can you say about your virtue if you're going to church when Abraham didn't go to church? What makes you think that you're so good because you go to church? when Abraham didn't go to church, and he's the father of the faith. Mm -hmm. And they talk about dispensations and new covenants and all this stuff, but right. Jesus never told anybody in weekly, you shall attend the service. Right. Like where are you, it's, it's all just supposition, it's guesses, tradition, circumstance. Yeah. Cultural influences. Yeah, and Martin, where did all that begin? 
Didn't it begin with uh, with the uh, pagans? Certainly. It didn't begin with the Jews. Right. Yes, they kept holy the Sabbath day, but that was a day of rest. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a day of all, all in mm -hmm. hullabaloo about mm -hmm. uh, going to church and getting dressed up and, and all that sort of thing and listening to a sermon and whatever mm -hmm. else. And even, you know, even when they met in the synagogues, which they did on the Sabbath, but yes, but not just on the Sabbath. Like, I think a lot of times when we right. when we For think sure. inside of our Christian framework, we just think like we're basically like we're just the continuation of the Jewish believers. But because of, I mean, obviously it's all nonsense. This whole Sunday stuff, but yeah. But still, it's well, like it's, it's it's pagan idolatry. It's asterisk <laughs> for sure. And Baal, absolutely. Going back to uh, Nimrod, mm -hmm. Semiramis. But just the conventional Christian understanding is like, well, the Jews went to church on Saturday at the synagogue, and Christians go to church on Sunday at mm -hmm. the church or whatever. And the Muslims go to the mosque on Fridays. Right. Everybody's got some day. I wonder what they do on Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays. Bingo. Um, <laughs> um, uh, no, so, but what I'm saying is like, when you get these bits and pieces in the Bible, like, you know, obviously many of the Jews were working on days other than the Sabbath. Yeah. So the Sabbath is, is a pretty convenient day in a certain sense. Mm -hmm. And considering that the day is about the Lord, it's a compatible to be discussing matters of the Lord sure. at the synagogue or whatever. But a synagogue, yeah. you know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't like today's churches anyway. I mean, in some senses, you had your conventional religiosity then, as we do now. So there would have been the formality like you were talking about earlier. But I guess my point is, when Jesus was going to the synagogue, mm -hmm. he was not running a Sunday service. No. Not, not by not any stretch least. of the imagination. Not in the least. There was nothing. That's right. It, it was. It was. He was sharing with people the yeah. truth. He was yeah. just talking to people. Yeah. And if people happen to visit uh, on the synagogue mm -hmm. or, or on the Sabbath at the synagogue, they might ask him to stand up and say something. Mm -hmm. Right. So people had a chance to to just share their lives. It was far it was more organic, particularly. It wasn't, with it wasn't Jesus. a formality. It wasn't formal. He was everything there today. Maybe not everything, but everything I've seen is formal mm -hmm. and they have to have it set set out in such a way that they can have control. That's mm -hmm. Satan. Mm -hmm. That's Satan having that control. That's how he controls people by pride, dishonesty, mm -hmm. right? We just started Formality. talking. About, yes. Those are his, those are the tools of his toolbox, of his trade. Mm -hmm. That's how you create cultural majorities so that nobody can ever say anything. Right. Because everybody's just abiding by the same rules, and as long as you get 80% of the people, you know, the other 20% of the people shut up. Yeah. And now it's a world of 99 to 1, as I'm sure many of you are experiencing. Yeah. The whole Absolutely. world is in agreement. Absolutely. They all hate Jesus. They all hate the truth of any shape or form. Yeah. And if you make whisper of the truth in any shape or form, on any subject, you will find infinitely more opposition yeah. and support. So have we answered Paul's question so much? I think we have. Well, if he does, he can always complain. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> log just log, log yeah. a complaint. Yeah, we'll, we'll add it to the collection. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Marilyn.
We're talking first Peter chapter three. Three. Two, three to twelve. First Peter three. One to twelve or three? First Peter one versus three. Got it. Okay. Sorry. First Peter one. Starting at three. Three to twelve. Okay. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> in his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him, and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with greatest care, trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you, when they spoke of the things that have now been told you by those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Even angels long to look into these things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was revealed. It's all one. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves but you. Right. And then I remember um, I heard a voice speaking to me saying, we have labored, we have. We have labored so that you can have what you have now. And now we want you to do your part for us. Mm -hmm. Rest. Yeah, rest. Mm -hmm. that, was, that was what I was told I needed to do, mm -hmm. which I have found to be the hardest thing ever. Because they've labored. And they want rest. Yeah. And they're not entering in without you. Right. They need you. Yeah. And I, that, that was the saints mm -hmm. calling on me to do my part. I knew that. And by God's grace, they'll have what they're after, what, what they need, what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Are there any other questions? I think uh, you had some ideas as to what you would do with some other questions there. Well, we, we did receive some other questions. Um, from Isaiah, we got one or, or two. One mm -hmm. was about the uh, conspiracy theories. Right. Um, and, you know, how do you, how do you manage sort of trying on some level to be informed? 
with whatever level of accurate truth you can find right. about what's happening. Mm -hmm. And then you have the other side where you get people just consumed by conspiracy theories. And we've seen all kinds of people like that. And I don't even really like the word conspiracy theories because I think, it, I think the, the problem with the word is that, first of all, it was created by somebody trying to hide evil. That's right. Number one, right? Amen. So the word conspiracy theory was created by the CIA to very good point to to create um, confusion around the the hideousness of what was happening. Yes, it's just a way of smoke and mirroring, just throwing confusion in the mix. Yes, and so let's not call them conspiracy theories. Let's just call it um, people have heard various pieces of truth. Some of them are very disconcerting. Uh, they're mixed with all kinds of untruth and right. fear as well. Right. And so I don't think it's any different than any situation you go into. You go in there and you examine the information that's available and you try to come up with a relatively accurate picture of what's going on. Mm -hmm. But I would have to differentiate between two different categories of those things. Right. So for example, some people will say GMOs are terrible for you and the next guy says, oh, that's such a conspiracy theory. Incorrect. It's not a conspiracy theory. They're terrible. Chemicals, they're terrible for you. These things are not conspiracies. They're provable facts. They are conspiracies, but they're real. Right. But they're, you know, the, the, uh, you know, calling it a conspiracy theory is like, it's just it's basically equated with wild imaginative fears. And right. it's not the case. Right. It's not a wild imaginative fear that right. chemicals are bad for you, right. or at least most of right. them. Well, uh, it's the evil entities conspiring against us. That's right. And that's, of course, a thing. I mean, yeah. look, that's Satan's whole job. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Is to conspire. And, and to conspire only means to essentially breathe together. Mm-hmm. To be, to be people gathered of the same breath, of the same spirit, of the same mind. And so, you know, when you conspire, it's not always evil, necessarily. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? Right. But, you know, in the case of the accusation conspiracy theory, they're simply just accusing anybody who has concerns um, as somebody imagining a bunch of evil people out there trying to get them. And it's like, don't right. be so paranoid. Right. Right. But even amongst these things, like for example, though there's a conspiracy theory about <laughs> chemtrails, and I'm I'm sure they're doing something. They're up to no good. Much of what they're saying is is riddled with confusion and mm -hmm. bad details. Mm -hmm. But it seems like it's from all the information out there that something fishy is probably going on. Mm -hmm. We don't really know. Right. Okay. So don't. some some people do. But in this situation, what are we supposed to do? Shout at the airplanes? Right. That's what I'm saying. There's essentially two categories. Yeah. This is yeah. a category where it's like, that's out of control. Like, okay, Bill Gates has all of his evil intentions in mind. What are you going to do about it? And that's why you have the paper, conspiracy theories. Who cares? Right. I mean, how much time are you going to spend right. on it? That's it's right. not a terrible thing to know, but to sit there and get all bent out of shape about it, not necessary. Right. But one thing that I noticed early on was that everybody who was upset about chemtrails was still smoking cigarettes and drinking Slurpees. Right. And so one of the things that I have found really annoying about people who get caught up in conspiracy theories 
is that they're very prone to being really hot and bothered about the ones that they can do nothing about. Right. And being completely unbothered by right. the horrible amount of conspiracies that are right. against you and your family poisoning you. Yes. And then you just leave all those matters undone. Right. You, you, you bitch and moan about Monsanto while you're holding a Slurpee or while you're still compromising and going to Whole Foods and, and getting the, the garbage food there. The, you know, it, it seems pretty natural or whatever. You're not really taking a stand. Right. But then, oh yeah, look at all the Bill Gates and Soros and the vaccinations. Oh, it's horrible and the Blame socialist game. conspiracy. Yeah. And, and it's all real stuff. But before you even pay any mind to the things you can do nothing about, make sure that you've paid decent mind to the things that you can do something about in your daily life. Because if your enemies are conspiring against you, and all you have to do is not buy the poisonous things they're selling you, right. you don't have to be worried about that conspiracy. Yeah. Mm. You can do something about it. Yeah. And that's, right. in the world of conspiracy, is a very important distinction. And, and the thing is, when you have, when you want to blame others for certain conspiracies, you're really, you're conspiring against yourself. Mm -hmm. You're not accepting responsibility mm -hmm. for your guilt. If not a hair can fall from your head. That's right. Without the will of God. If you're if you're talking if you're afraid of conspiracies, mm -hmm. whether real or imagined, mm -hmm. you're denying the the sovereignty of God. Mm -hmm. You're denying His lordship. You are, in effect, saying, Jesus Christ is not Lord. Right. Fear he, the Lord your God and the Lord your God only. Yes, he's he's really not running the show. He's not in control. Right. That's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You're living in fear. And and fear is the. Uh, functioning element of uh, the kingdom of Satan. Mm -hmm. It's hell. It's the magic sauce for his... his, his it is. It lubricates his whole network. <laughs> those are his prison bars mm -hmm. and locks and mm -hmm. chains. That's what those are. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's an interesting thing that you actually die by being afraid of the thing that, that you expect is going to kill you. Right, so we have nothing to you're, fear you're but dead. fear itself. Yeah, right. That's right. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing thing. What you fear comes, like Job said. Yeah. What I have, whoa. The thing that I feared has come upon me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. He was trying to avoid that outcome. Yes, that's right. And, and that's and there, why. And there's no avoiding it. If there's judgment coming, and if you're mm -hmm. afraid of something, how are you going to avoid it? If mm -hmm. God is sovereign, mm -hmm. and if He is just, mm -hmm. He's going to do what He wants to do. He's mm -hmm. going to do what He wants to do, and has to do. Mm -hmm to bring you through, mm -hmm. because that's his purpose. Mm -hmm. And you're hanging on to what you want to hang on to, and you're not going to uh, mm -hmm. want to change. Mm -hmm. So um, Acknowledge Jesus as Lord, mm -hmm. give thanks in both good and evil, mm -hmm. and he'll bring you through. And so, and you, don't, you have nothing to be afraid of, like you mentioned right. earlier on, not a, a hair, of your head will perish. Mm -hmm. Without the will of God. Without the will of God, that's right. And so, when, when you know, like, uh, you shared that, uh, what, Monopoly video? Mm -hmm. Essentially, there's a few, or maybe just one corporation, basically owning all the other corporations that own all the other corporations. Right. And so, basically, it is a one world economic government. It is. Yeah, and so, now, we're not saying did you know there's one person ruling the whole world? It's, it's not where we're coming from. No. 
where we're just saying, look, here's the proof that Satan has been ruling, mm -hmm. that Satan has had a one-world government since the beginning, right. since he usurped the throne. Yep. End of story. Yeah. He's been ruling the show the whole time. That's right. And we're when we're sharing that, we're just showing you, see, look, Satan's ruling the whole world. Yeah. From he one end to the, the other. Prince of this he world. is the prince of this world. Yeah. Prince John. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and the king is coming home. Right. That's what it's Amen. all about, for Amen. sure. Amen. And he's just been there, having his own way, doing his own thing. Yeah. And the king is gonna return. Yeah. And he's in deep trouble. Yeah. Deep, deep trouble. Yeah. Because it's just been a totally stolen kingdom. Yeah. And he's thinking he's getting away with it. Right. And he's, he know and he, I mean, if there's any creature that lives in fear, it's Satan. Yes. He so fears this yeah. coming. Yes. And otherwise, why would he be in, in wrath? In because rage. he has such a short time. Yeah. Because he knows that's the right. end is up and he's terrified. Yeah. yeah. And he's just trying to do as much damage as he can because yeah. that's his job. Yeah. That's his job. Yeah. And he's only been he's only been given license to harass. Amen. That's right. He can only do what's given to him to do. Right. I mean, what he's permitted to do. Yeah. Have you considered my servant Job? Right. And immediately it's like, look, here's what you can do and here's what you can't do. Right. right. Get to work. Right. And if Job comes back, well, you didn't give me enough slack to get my way. And God says, okay, well, you can do this, but you certainly can't do this. Right. Not a hair fell from Job's head right. Right. without the will of God. But boy, did he get put through the mill. Mm-hmm. And did it destroy him? Right. He didn't. So it's not about... Um, it prospered him. We're, we're, when we're sharing something like that, we're not trying to glorify the power of Satan. No. We're not trying to say, look how powerful Satan is. No. We're, we're, we're able, and, and, and you should be able to factually acknowledge it, Satan is very powerful. That's See, right. look how powerful he is. Yeah. But nowhere in that are we suggesting that you should fear him and not God. Amen. And we're not saying that he's even remotely as powerful as God. Amen. Totally. He's just, he's just currently the most sort of powerful entity on the globe, except for... Ruling through fear. Yeah. Actually, he's impotent. And you get right down to it, he's impotent. That's right. The emperor has no clothes. That's he's right. got nothing. That's right. Naked. All, all the whole Start story... Naked. Read the story, because I think we have certain cliche understandings of that story. Mm -hmm. But when you, read, when you actually read the original story that's out there... Mm -hmm. Everybody's just living in fear. Mm -hmm. And who was mm -hmm. it? It was a little boy. Yeah. He's like, man, that guy's naked. Look at him. He's up there. He's got no clothes <laughs> on. What's going on around here? And everybody else out was... Out of the mouths of babes? Yeah. Innocent babes? Honest babes? Right. Honesty? And, and the swindlers were selling their clothing, and they were like, look, the only people, the only people who can't see how beautiful and glorious this fabric are... Are the Canaanites. Are, are the, the merchandisers. They're, they're fools yeah. and people incapable of their jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And so everybody's like, well, I don't want to be found out as incapable. Yeah. And the king didn't want to be one. Yeah, am I unfit to run this empire? Yeah. No way. Yeah. And so they all got swindled into living in fear. Yeah. Acknowledging a stupid thing is true. Love of mammon. Right. They were all afraid for their lives and yeah. their livelihoods. And, and, and Satan is the great emperor. He has no clothes. Yeah, that's right. And all it takes is, is the faith of a child to see and he's got nothing. Well, right from the very beginning, it said that he would bruise the... Messiah's heel, mm -hmm. but the Messiah would bruise his head. In other words, he'd destroy him, mm -hmm. destroy his works. Mm -hmm. It's it's all set in mm -hmm. stone. Yeah, uh, God had to have an instrument mm -hmm. to work evil. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, he's just an instrument. Yeah. Uh, a scalpel, 
Yeah. Forcep. That's right. What have you. Yeah. Just a tool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how do you handle conspiracy theories? I don't think that when you hear all this information, you have to commit to an exact understanding of what's happening. Right. I think you see this information and you can, generally speaking, get out of your darkened box that you're put into by the world right. and realize there's really quite a bit more going on than you'd like to believe. Right. That the world wars weren't quite as simple as right. they right. sell them to you in the history books. Right. Yeah. The course of history, what you've been told is mostly just a bunch of hooey and what's really been happening behind the scenes has been quite a bit more darkened and, and single-minded than you think. Yes. You think of all these things happening out there. Right. Most of it's been orchestrated, orchestrated. by the same, yeah. the same single yeah. power and rulership. Yeah. But that's no reason to be afraid. That's right. That's the whole thing. It's, right. it's true. You don't have to live in a box, but you don't have to be afraid either. And there's only one way of escaping that fear. Jesus and that's Christ. the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That's the only way. Mm -hmm. Faith in him. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm -hmm. No man can come to the Father but by me. And if you can come to the Father, that's where you're safe and sound. Mm -hmm. David called him his refuge, mm -hmm. his shelter, mm -hmm. his safety, his rock, his foundation. That's it. That's the answer. Mm -hmm. People ask uh, all kinds of questions concerning all kinds of problems, whether it's health or social or financial, mm -hmm. whatever. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Repentance from sin. I have learned, you know, when things go wrong in my life, there's something I need to examine in my mm -hmm. life. I, I don't have to uh, get angry with uh, or, or be upset with uh, the instrument of that evil that came my way or the circumstances. I have to examine myself. I have to see why that was needed in my life, why I had to suffer loss or or defeat or failure or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there's always an explanation, whether it's a good one or a bad one. I may mm -hmm. not have sinned. Mm -hmm. I may have sinned, but I need to know that the buck stops with me. Mm -hmm. that's, where the, um, that's where the issue has to be resolved, is, is within me. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not within the circumstances. Mm -hmm. It's not within any other person. It's with me. Mm -hmm. That's where it begins and that's where it ends. Mm -hmm. When Job was finished, when the Lord finished processing him, suddenly all the neighbors who had been alienated from him mm -hmm. started to return. Mm -hmm. And they brought their treasures with them mm -hmm. to give to Job. And Job's fortunes mm -hmm. were restored. He had good children replace the children that he was concerned about. Mm -hmm. God knew their hearts. Mm -hmm. So did Job. He was afraid of these things because mm -hmm. he knew that there was something that was not right. Mm -hmm. And God corrected all of that for him. He was actually putting him through a process of correction. Mm -hmm. Isn't that wonderful? Mm -hmm. You know, there was Job full of fear. fear and Job's children fear. were a result of his outlook. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so God just restored everything, mm -hmm. took care of everything. Peter again. I can't. I, 
this is a nice version. Okay. Be glad about this, even though it may now be necessary for you to be sad for a while because of the many kinds of trials you suffer. Their purpose is to prove that your faith is genuine. Even gold which can be destroyed is tested by fire, and so your faith, which is much more precious than gold, must also be tested so that it may endure. Then you will receive praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed. Amen. Amen. I think there's something that I just want to comment a little on. There are, there are a lot of people coming to us now, several people, that are discovering truth and realizing, hey, this is true. Mm -hmm. I wasn't getting that where I was. And I started to see through the uh, nonsense that was happening mm -hmm. there, that, that I was being taught was the gospel truth. And they're, and, they're, and they're coming, but they're coming with persecution. They're coming with opposition. Mm -hmm. They're coming with that fire mm -hmm. working against them. Mm -hmm. and, and like it says in Matthew 10, uh, uh, Jesus divides when he speaks the truth and people believe what he's saying, it starts to divide them from all of those who don't believe. And if those happen to be mother or father or brother or sister or employer or whoever it is, children, it's an automatic division if you're going to believe the truth and they don't believe the truth. Mm -hmm. There's going to be the persecution, the conflict. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. That's part of the process. Mm -hmm. That has to happen. Not only um, does it have to happen uh, for your sake, it has to happen for theirs too. Mm -hmm. It has to happen for theirs too. You will come through, and the Lord will restore. Restore ultimately, like He says, if you've if you've forsaken mothers and or mother or mm -hmm. brothers, sisters, you'll receive a hundredfold, mm -hmm. right, and eternal life, mm -hmm. right. You have really you have nothing to lose, but it looks like you're losing everything, mm -hmm. and that's okay. That's not a problem. I think it was Peter that said at one spot there or another. Don't be surprised if all this comes on you. Mm -hmm. Don't be surprised because that's part of the process. Mm -hmm. if, we're, if we're a dough being put into the oven, subjected to the heat, it's only so that it would bring us to the place where we are of use, of value. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid of the fire. Yeah, it hurts. Mm -hmm. No question about it. There's no denying it. Mm -hmm. You're going to suffer. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have sold a bill of goods. They think that they're going to become Christians and things are going to go just wonderful. Mm -hmm. No. Well, look, I, I think I, I told those Hutterite boys earlier today. Mm -hmm. I said, it's really simple. Satan comes and he says, you can play now. You mm -hmm. have your reward now. Mm -hmm. And don't worry about later. You'll pay for it later. It's no right. problem. You'll be able to afford it. It's not even going to be an issue. Just, mm -hmm. just put it on your card. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And God comes along and he says, <laughs> no, you pay the price first. Yeah. Then you enter in. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you don't have to live in debt. Yeah, you don't want to be living on a credit card. That's right. You don't want to be living on a credit card. Yeah. You're beholden then. Even in real life. That's right. Well, the, the, the spiritual you don't with a credit card. It applies in all realms. Yeah. I use the credit card as a tool mm -hmm. to just take care of payments, but I don't sit, I don't use it as as a, uh, Means of taking a loan. Yeah. Right. It's not, it's, I don't use it to indebt myself. 
So, yeah, God requires us to pay up front. Yeah. In the story. Yeah. It's the only way you can really. Uh, how are you really supposed to enjoy the reward? Right. Knowing the whole time you haven't even paid for it yet. Yeah. It's not real. I remember as a kid, I would save my money, whether it was for whatever it was that mm -hmm. I wanted to buy. And when I got the money, then I went out and bought it. And wow, was there ever satisfaction there. Mm -hmm. Whether it was for a baseball glove or, or mm -hmm. whatever it was. A bike. Mm -hmm. I worked. And the store wasn't going to let me have it un un until I paid. I bought my Strato mm -hmm. Strat. But what if they had? What if they just let you have it? And I just, I just, I, yeah, that's right. I, 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 when I had the money, I paid it, and I had the guitar, mm -hmm. and I was really happy with it. Mm -hmm. I really was really happy. But then I experienced buying something on payments, mm -hmm. and so now I have it, but I'm still having to work for it. I'm still having to, 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 to get it, even though I had it. I didn't have that same satisfaction of having It actually makes something. you feel negatively about the thing you now it have. It does. For sure. It does. Mm-hmm. It's religion, for yeah. sure. I promise you that you have it, and you end up the rest of your life trying to work for something you actually don't even have. Yeah, That's right. Exactly. That's right. Just exactly to, so. Just to, to repeat that on the mic here. That's like religion. You, they tell you that you've got something. You've got it. You name it. You claim it. You've got it. Right. And then... Yeah, like you say, you spend your whole lifetime slaving away trying to earn it and prove to everybody you have yeah. it. You live for paying off that mortgage. Right. Right? You mm -hmm. live for paying off that car. Mm -hmm. You live waiting for the time that you can retire. Mm -hmm. What? Your life is a waste. Yeah, if you're living if for If all your you're living is for retirement. You're literally waiting for it to be over. <laughs> yes, exactly. That yeah. is horrible. That's hell. Mm -hmm. That's hell. That's death and hell. Living for the weekend, living for the holidays, right. living for the retirement, any of it. Amen. And I promise you that if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, repent of your sins. You know, we, we need to talk about sin. You need to repent of your sins. It's not just, oh, Jesus, I believe in you, I accept you, yes, mm -hmm. you're Lord, I'm good. No, 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 no. If he's no. Lord, then Doesn't, listen to him. That's right. Obey him. And the first thing you do is turn from your sins because... Sin is the breaking of the law. Mm -hmm. He represents the law. He is the law. His mm -hmm. nature is the law. If you think you can continue to live in lawlessness of any kind and still have favor with him, you're an idiot. Right. You are grossly misinformed. Mm -hmm. You're deluded. You're very foolish. If, if you repent and commit your way to him, he's not going to be allowing you to live under the burden of of a debt and and uh, hope for something that you'll eventually get out of, mm -hmm. like a mortgage or whatever. He doesn't want you living in debt. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want you living there. If he does, it would be a momentary thing and he's trying you. He may be doing something mm -hmm. in your life. I know that the Lord had taught us not to go into debt, mm -hmm. nor were we permitted we were instructed, not just not permitted, we were instructed not to ever ask anybody for any money, for anything. Mm -hmm. And that's the way we lived. And all we did, we, we didn't suffer one bit. We had it all. And then came a time when, when uh, uh, this house came along, and the Lord had told me uh, maybe a couple of years before, you'll be on the road ministering for a while. This was in the 80s. And then he says, and then you'll have your own home. And I saw a vision of, of Marilyn just looking out the south window she was well dressed she was looking out the window while she was either washing her hands or washing the dishes mm -hmm. or whatever 
and and uh, within a couple of years, this house comes along, and we'd been looking at a bunch of houses. Mm -hmm. We could not resist. We had to buy that house, mm -hmm. but we had no money. Mm -hmm. We had a few thousand for 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 a down payment. That was it, and it was an assumable mortgage, which means uh, they couldn't refuse you if you made an offer. The law could not. The law did not permit the uh, per the uh, seller to refuse you, just mm -hmm. because you didn't have a job, and I didn't have a job, just because you didn't have a provable income, and I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. That's quite a law, mm -hmm. you know. And anyway, bought the home, but now we are in debt, and we'd been taught all those years to not be in debt. And I thought, Lord, what's going on here? What's going on? Of course, Abraham was taught not to kill. You know, what is it, Genesis 9, 6, right? Mm -hmm. Whosoever sheds man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. Abraham knew that. And now he hears the voice of the Lord commanding him to take a three-day journey and to offer his own son up as a sacrifice. His own son. Yeah. The, the, the gift. So he, he had Ishmael for a son, but that was not... Abraham and Sarah. It wasn't the promised son. Mm -hmm. So, so there he was, suddenly commanded to to do something that was illegal, totally illegal. But that's where faith kicked in. He had to believe the Lord and trust the Lord, and he was persuaded that God could raise his son from the dead. And he went forth. He loved his son. And he followed through in obedience. And, and God honored that. He stopped him at the last moment. Mm -hmm. And Abraham was, was rewarded with being the father of the faith, representing the father, God the father, giving, uh, giving his son for our, mm -hmm. for our salvation. Uh, there's a track here I'm trying to, the, uh, house was uh, something that we were suddenly compelled, I would say compelled, to get into debt on. That we, we knew, generally speaking, God did not want us to do that. And guess what? Within a few months, somebody came along and said, God told me to give you this. Mm -hmm. And the mortgage was paid off. And we had money for landscaping and furnishings. Mm -hmm. and that was that was totally, totally, totally unexpected. Mm -hmm. It was a step of faith. If we had stuck to the law of the word, mm -hmm. we wouldn't have had that. Mm -hmm. Isn't that remarkable? How is it that God sometimes requires us to do the very thing that you think you should not do? Because that's how he breaks the religion out of you. That's right. That's right. So, all right, you're supposed to honor your father and your mother. But what happens when God calls you and your parents do not believe? Mm -hmm. What are you going to do now? Are you going to honor God, the ultimate authority, or are you going to honor father and mother, the lesser authority? And if they're not honoring the ultimate authority, then why would you choose to honor the lesser authority and not the ultimate authority. And, and if you 
if you follow after your parents and do the evils they want you to do, mm -hmm. you only bring wrath on them. You, you do. You do. It's true. It's very true. Because you are their seed, and they're answerable for what they taught you to do. And if you carry yeah. it out, you bring wrath on them. Yeah. You bring more consequence on yes. them. Yes. How can you possibly honor your parents by bringing more wrath on them? That's right. The only way that you can honor your parents is by honoring the Lord. Yes. You're completely, you're, you're bringing yes. great dishonor yes. to your parents yeah. by being a child of iniquity. Yeah. Whether or not they're believers or unbelievers, right. you bring them dishonor yeah. by disobeying the Lord. Yeah. Well, if you're going to be uh, believing on the Lord, then if they're believers, they're not going to oppose you. Right. And if they're opposing you, mm -hmm. when you're being called by God, they are not believers as much as they profess mm -hmm. to be otherwise. Mm -hmm. They just aren't believers. And there are millions and millions of mothers and fathers professing faith, mm -hmm. and they don't believe. Mm -hmm. They don't believe. And children are going to have to decide who they're going to follow, who they're going to obey. Mm -hmm. You decide for yourselves whether we should obey God or man. As for us, we'll do what God, God is telling us to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So people that don't obey the Lord, don't believe in the Lord, if they stand against them, they automatically make null and void their authority, their right to rule over anybody mm -hmm. below them. Mm -hmm. they, they automatically forfeit it. It's just like if you quit your job and you had a bunch of employees under you or that you were supervising and you were, you were uh, uh, working for, for someone above you, of course, and you quit your job, you, you no longer have that authority over those people below you. Mm -hmm. It's gone, it's finished. Yeah, you've completely abdicated your, yeah. your position. Yeah. Are there any other questions or no? Or, or well, to be, to be, there were a few other questions, but, <coughs> um, and, and maybe there's been some overlap here, but I, I want everybody asking the questions, and I think Ashley kind of touched on it. It was like, well, mm -hmm. you know, I have this question, but it's probably answered at the path of truth, mm -hmm. which is true. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that some of these questions uh, have already been, many of them have been addressed at the path of truth. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think our plan is to take some of the questions that are coming in, assign them to, I guess, whoever we want, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, wherever we feel led, or it's applicable, or and we're just going to take those questions and assign them to somebody, and they're going to go searching through and uh, the path of truth, and that includes um, because uh, Terry Cabreros, uh, she's been with us for a long time. Yeah, she has. Yeah, a very long time. Yeah, uh, she's done an absolutely spectacular and faithful job of going through all the old Sabbath transcripts. Yeah, very well. Because they would be these job. big, long meetings, and it was by text chat, and I mean, we're talking hours long. And so she would go through and and delete anything out of there, just extraneous, right? And and keep it down to its substance. And then on top of it, she would make a set of of summaries of all the conversation topics that right. were there. Right. And so. Did an excellent job. Yeah, for sure, spectacular. And she's doing it for the videos now too. And she's just doing a really good job. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Terry. Yes, absolutely. So, um, but that's a superpower. So let's not let her work go to waste here, because it's not very often you get to have organic conversation with you know 30, 50 people at a time, 
and they're asking all these questions, and many of them, Isaiah, are about, and maybe you were even at some of them, about, oh, what do I do when my family members don't like Christmas, or I run into this, how should we treat people? I mean, essentially, honesty is the solution for that problem, but people have had more detailed questions than that, and you didn't fail to answer them. We went through many long, detailed hours with people's specific circumstances, and pretty much every scenario imaginable from the grocery clerk saying Merry Christmas to your family expecting this to company Christmas parties and all that, right. all of it's been addressed. Right. And so uh, pretty much all you have to do is go through the Sabbath chats, look at Terry's summaries, pick the two months before Christmas when it all starts happening every year, and you'll have many opportunities to read at great length. So um, I, I suppose we could just assign them right we now. Can. Yeah. Sure we can. I think, I think Lauren, I think you need to go through and, and deal with the Christmas topic. Just go through it and find Laura, anything Laura you can. Santiago. Yeah. And, and, and go through. Now, to be clear, because we're going to have to approve any of these projects before they get posted, we don't want endless copy-pasting of content. Mm -hmm. Go through them. Right. Try not to post, because we've answered questions a hundred times, and many times the questions are the same. Right. We don't want to see the answer a hundred times. Right. Pick what you feel were interesting questions that received interesting and helpful answers, mm -hmm. and try to bring those to the front. And you brief, can share brief. Yeah, and you can share that with everybody. And uh, Lauren had a question about receiving the Spirit. Like, if we ask it, can't we just expect to have it and right. believe it? Right. Um, I can say very briefly that, you know, you might have a young child ask for a vehicle one day. You know, do I get in? And, and not until they prove themselves in many departments and grow up and take the tests. Right. Are you just going to go let somebody drive that around? Right. You know, you don't. That's right. And so, yeah, the, the father can just say to the child, absolutely, you'll be receiving this car. Just not right now. Right. So, right. <laughs> there's right. you, you. Or just in, in ordinary life, uh, how often does the child get its hands on something? It wants it, right? Mm -hmm. It's expressing that desire to mm -hmm. do whatever, play with it or whatever, and the parent takes it away. One day, the parent would give it to that child. Right. When it's capable. And, and, and what is it? Is it just the faith of the saints? To just believe? What is it? It's the faith and patience of mm -hmm. the saints. Right. Oh, and he gives the spirit to those who obey. Right. Amen. 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 Right. So you can't just walk in there and presumptuously ask to receive the Spirit and not obey Him. Right. And you don't decide on what you obey on. Right. That's right. That. That's right. That's right. That's right. You don't, just, you don't set up a set of substitutionary yes. works mm -hmm. to make up for whatever it is mm -hmm. that you're asked to do. Mm -hmm. And? And, and I, can, I can say that with Lauren, we've had, we've had some incidences where obedience was an issue. That's right. And you weren't even understanding what was being asked. And when I asked it, I had to tell you, no, the answer is yes, sir. That's right. I don't, I'm not interested in long explanations. That's right. And so, if, you know, the, there has to be some obedience and not just a moment of it, not just a few months of it. Right. But it has to be ingrained into you. Uh, commitment. There has to be some commitment there. So. Yeah. Um, and we haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. If, if, if I'm blind, 
If I'm dull, then deal with me. Right. Right? But I haven't seen it. And, and we're not saying that we won't see it or that it's impossible or it right. won't happen. Right. We're just saying that, that it's, it's, there's, there's a reason why the name it and claim it gospel is so abhorrent to God because it's so unbelievably presumptuous that you as a man can dictate the timeline that he will do things for you. And they think that if they don't believe it when they ask for something, that therefore they're falling short in faith. Right. That's and not necessarily so. Well, I mean, I can, I can, I, I asked for healing for my headaches and right. troubles with my throat and all that right. for many years ago. Yeah. And you prayed for me and you told me it'll be taken care of. Yeah. And I knew that that was true. Yeah. And I knew that it had to do its work. 100%. Before it was taken care of. No question. I, I just knew that at the time. Right. So I, I think I said something wrong here. Just because you, you, you feel that you have to believe that mm -hmm. you've asked for, for what you've asked for, mm -hmm. or you won't get it. You have to have a sort of a will commitment. Right. Right? Oh, yeah, I'm just going to believe it. I'm just going to believe it. Mm -hmm. And if I don't, then I'm failing God, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm not believing what I asked for. Right. But it's not quite like that. Well, there's patience. There's patience. But there's also asking in faith. Right. And there you have to define what faith is, absolutely. And, and, and you know, faith, faith, that's why you can't really separate the faith and the patience. That's right. Because no, faith, true. faith has patience built right into it. Because if you believe it, look what, look at Abraham, he lived and died, didn't see. Moses yeah. lived and died, didn't even enter the land. Joshua lived and died. Well, for a long time, he had, he, he, the Lord promised him a son, mm -hmm. and he waited and waited and waited. Where's his son? So he decides to help God out himself. Yeah, right? he do his own works. You know, Sarah yeah. says, "Well, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna get get anywhere this way. Name it and claim it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Make it happen. That's right. And what did they get? The number one oh, mortal right. enemy of the Jews is what they got for yeah. naming it and claiming it yeah. and not waiting, Amen. not being patient for the, the promises of the Lord. That's right. You believe them, and if you believe them, you will be infinitely patient. Yes. Yeah. And you yeah. won't keep bringing it up. You won't keep hassling God for it. That's right. You don't keep pestering him. That's right. It's not like that. Just start obeying. Exactly. Just start doing what you're asked to do. Do what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And never mind dreaming. Mm -hmm. Never mind trying to mm -hmm. substitute for obedience. And I think people... I, I, I will have obedience, not sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Obedience, not sacrifice. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the Lord, through Samuel, spoke that to Saul. Mm -hmm. I will have obedience, not sacrifice. And, 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 right? what did, and what did he say the opposite was? The opposite of obedience is rebellion. Yes. And rebellion which is, is witchcraft. witchcraft. That's right. That's right. Divination. Yeah. And, um, and, and I think people have in their heads this idea that, have, like, they want the Holy Spirit as a status symbol or something. Like, like they'll somehow be sure. different or more worthy, more, more, I don't know, like, like any kind of, you've got doctor or PhD in front of your name or whatever, right. like it's an accomplishment. Right. And, it, and it, it is not an accomplishment. No. In, in, it's, it's a... Maybe you could call it a reward in some sense, but it's not really even the reward. It's what makes the reward accessible. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, when it gets down to it, God 
chooses the time and the place and the way. For his it's purposes. His work. It's yeah. his work. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ephesians 2, what, verses 8, 9, and mm -hmm. 10? Right? Whatever those verses are. Yeah. And so by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift right. of God that no man should boast. Right? And, and some people received the Spirit right off the bat. And some people yes. waited. And For years. They hardly even heard of it. For years. And yet they were faithful during all that time. Right. Obedience. Or they would not have received the Spirit. Right. Yeah. And, and the Lord determined that too. Yes. And I know that, that for, for when, when Jeannie and I received the Spirit, it didn't have anything to do with me accomplishing some kind of righteousness. Not at all. I, I, I just, that had to happen because uh, of the that, job I had that, to do. That never occurred to me for a moment. It, right. That, it never, that never came to me. I knew that when you received the Spirit, it wasn't, there was no, it was, it was an earnest uh, request of God, and God did it. Mm -hmm. God did it. Yeah. Uh, was there something there that we were supposed to be aware of? Marilyn pointed something to it. No, no, before that. Did you get a message or something? Um, no, it was it was the scripture, knowing this at the trying of your faith works patience. Yes. Okay. Yeah, knowing that the trying of your faith right. works patience. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. And so there's a there is a timeline involved. Yes. And, and absolutely. And a giving up of your timeline. Yes. Well, it's a death on the cross. Mm -hmm. It's taking up your cross. Mm -hmm. You're, you're going to find out that you're not the one that's in charge. Mm -hmm. You're not the one that can just call the shots. There's no way. And, and Jesus received the Spirit there when he was baptized. Yeah. I mean, the Spirit came upon him. Not right. that he wasn't filled with the Spirit before. It's kind of hard right. to... That's right. Oh, he was born of the Spirit. Right. But, but this, this was an anointing yes. in, for, for the ministry that he was called to. And it was the... It was the uh, harbinger of his death. And yes, and that's what that's what people are. Yeah, many people have a misunderstanding about that. Yeah, it's it's the beginning of your of your death. That's what it's it's to give you the strength to go to the cross, because otherwise you, you can't do that. Right, it's totally impossible. It's totally impossible. You have to be anointed by the Lord to to, to do whatever the Lord calls you to do. Um, and then this scene where, where, where Jesus was baptized, right? There's the son. And then, and then he's baptized in the spirit. The spirit came upon him as mm -hmm. John the Baptist, mm -hmm. John the Immerser testified. He says, I saw the mm -hmm. spirit as a dove descend from heaven. And, and then the father spoke, right? Mm -hmm. This is my son, my beloved son. Mm -hmm. right? With whom I am well pleased. With whom I am well pleased. And so this is, there's the Trinity right there. Right. And they don't understand what's happening. Mm -hmm. They don't understand. And, and logically speaking, apparently speaking, we're idiots for saying that God is one, not three. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why can't he manifest himself in, in, in as many ways as he wants to at any time? Why can't he do that? Doesn't he? He came to Abraham. Yeah, I was going to say, he came to Abraham as, as those messengers. Yes. Is he That's four right. now? Five? That's right. That's six? Right. Seven? That's right. That's right. How many That's people right. is he? Yeah. And two of the angels, two of those three persons, went to Sodom and Gomorrah to, mm -hmm. to destroy those cities. Uh, where did the other one go? Right. 
And where was God? Did creation suddenly fall apart because he formed himself into a man, represented himself or, or presented himself as a man to Abraham? So what, all of creation and everything that's going on suddenly is finished? Mm -hmm. how, how can it be that he can be in two places at one time? Mm -hmm. God can do anything he wants to do. Mm -hmm. But people think they know so much about, about God and his nature and they preach on him and yet they go ahead and they say that this Trinity thing is a mystery. Mm -hmm. A mystery. Nobody can understand it. God doesn't want us to understand him. God doesn't want us to know him personally. And mm -hmm. if you become one with him, you remain in mystery about his nature. Wow. Mm -hmm. These people are damned fools. These, these pagan people are damned fools for believing that nonsense. Mm -hmm. I was there. I mm -hmm. believed it too. Mm -hmm. And I kept thinking, you know, when I'm praying, oh, who am I talking to? Am I talking to the Father? Am I talking to Jesus? You know, and, and, do you, can you and they it? come up with a marvelous formulas for a while. You're praying, praying what? Uh, to the Father, through the Son, by yeah, the Spirit. Yeah, yeah. All that to kind the of stuff. Father, through the Son, by the Spirit. Yeah. And they just come up with all these concoctions. And it sounds real smooth. Oh. But uh, uh, how about this one? Yucky, yucky. Do you ever ask religious people, do you worship the Spirit? That one right. always throws people for a loop, <laughs> hey? Do you worship the Spirit? <laughs> Because you don't hear any reference in the scripture worshiping the Spirit of God. That's right. Who shed his blood, it says in Acts, right. for the church. The Spirit. Right. It says there that God the Father raised Jesus from the dead. Mm -hmm. It says that in the scriptures. It says that, I will raise that the Spirit, that the Spirit would raise right. Jesus from the dead. Right? And then Jesus also said, what, uh, destroy this temple and I will raise it up? Mm-hmm. So, who did it? Right. Who did it? Okay, I shouldn't be so cynical of the people that believe these, these lies, but boy, they've, they've been deluded, they've been... They've yeah, it's one thing to believe them, but it's another thing to persistently defend them in spite of the light shining on your naked ideas. Right. And I, I do, I, I think, I, I believe I'm being objective or honest here when I say that I didn't really believe those things. Mm -hmm. I really didn't believe this, this Trinity thing. They're unbelievable. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You can't believe them because if you have any logic, any reasonable uh, understanding, mm -hmm. you, you can't really commit yourself to believe that kind of thing. You've only committed yourself to insanity when you, when you believe that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Ill, Ill, illogical no behavior. Man, no man can serve two masters. Right. You either love one and hate the other? Yeah, how about three now? Yeah, how about three? <laughs> yeah. How can you... But, the, but they're all in one. Yeah. And they're all equal. Right. right? And, I think, and I think the important distinction about the Trinity, because if you're ever getting in a conversation about it, I, I, I have found that you have to be very clear. Because people like to hide. And they're like, well, you know, I think we're talking the same language, but there's a bit of a disagreement. Mm -hmm. At which point, do you, are you saying three persons because the doctrine of the trinity is god in three persons yeah blessed trinity right right, right. god in three persons yeah and that is the and so if you're ever arguing with somebody and they're like well i'm not saying like three different people then be like aha you don't believe the trinity because the trinity is specifically the doctrine of god consisting of three individual persons yeah and that's it's that's a big deal when you're discussing with them because yeah. they try to slip out on you. 
Yeah. And if at any point oh, yeah. they deny the three persons and start saying, well, three manifestations or three different roles, mm -hmm. that person doesn't believe the Trinity. Mm -hmm. And that's immediately where most of the Trinitarians go hiding into. Yeah. And as soon as they deny the, the three persons, you can tell them that they, they are, they're on the same side as you are. Yeah. The Trinity's garbage. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Because yeah. the three persons thing yeah. falls apart very, very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Like you say, which one, di which one rose Jesus from the dead? Right. Was it a joint effort? Did they all work right. together? Yeah. Was it a committee meeting? And, 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 if, and if so, why didn't Jesus say, we're going to raise me from the dead? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, were there any other topics? I think there's one other possibility, maybe, when we do these uh, videos and we're answering questions or mm -hmm. trying to address something. If, if, if we should be uh, mistaken about something, or if you would like to add something to it, you might be able to text us, one of us, uh, and the text will come through while we're on. Oh no, we can't do that. Only this if it's live stream. Yeah, right. you're taking for granted <laughs> city technology. Right. We got country right. bumpkin internet. No, here. no live stream here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, give yourself a week. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh well, that didn't work, did it? No. Nope. Is there anything else that we want to talk about? I'd like to add another caution. We've talked about being honest, just straightforward, but you do, there are those among us that may not be so discreet, and they may say things, they may say things that can be hurtful, even if they're true. Mm -hmm. They can be hurtful. Truth is more than facts. Pardon? Yes. Truth is more than facts. Yes, that's right. We're saying speak the truth. We're not saying speak the facts. Right. Not for your own sake. Right. Yeah. So you need to understand that, that you have to, to uh, watch out for others. And you're not just going to come right out and do things that speak things of, of others that just aren't necessary, never mind, never mind harmful. They're not necessary. In my, in my Theo Auto, I've said a lot of things about a lot of people. Those things were true, and I've often debated, well, maybe I don't need to say them. And those things that I have said, I, I've been before the Lord on those things, and, and I knew that I had to say them. At least that's my understanding. But there are things that, uh, that you just should not divulge publicly. Mm -hmm. Not even of yourself. Mm -hmm. There may be things that you might be saying of yourself that's not going to do anybody any good. Mm -hmm. So we do have to have discretion. There mm -hmm. is that discretion. Mm -hmm. With honesty comes discretion. If you're going to have a, uh, a clean, peaceful, uh, edifying right. uh, ar arrangement or fellowship or, or har harmony with, with people. Like, like Ronnie said here, if you're speaking the truth um, for other people, yeah. 
you don't really run into that problem. Right. If you're speaking the truth for yourself, you're going to run into this problem all right. the time. Right. And and to clarify, you know, it's not that you can't speak truths that are harmful to other people. Right. But you 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 should not speak truths that are needlessly harmful. Right. To other people. Some people need to be harmed. Right. They need to receive uh, uh, blows. Right. They some of them need to just be, you know, metaphorically executed. Right. Um, that yeah. has to happen, but yeah. that 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 can still be, and that's why Jesus could say, "Love your enemies." Right. Bless those who curse you. Yes. And he could still return in vengeance forty years after they crucified him, and have them all butchered. Forty years. Yeah. Sure. You know, and, and he even said, forgive them, they know not what they do. And, and what about the record, the scriptural record? Mary Magdalene says, out of her came seven devils. Mm -hmm. Seven devils were cast out of her. Well, what kind of, why would you want to say that about that? What, what good is it going to do you? It does good. God had it put into that gospel. Mm -hmm. He had it recorded. Is Mary going to have a fit because of that? Mm -mm. I don't think so. I don't think so. She will not have a fit about that. She will not be saying, oh, that dirty gospeler, you know, he, 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 did he have to tell, tell him that? I was following the Lord. I repented. I was cleaned up. I was whole, made whole. Did, did he have to tell him that I was filled with seven devils? And, and how many other people can He did be, have to tell him. How that. many others have reason for hope because of that? That's right. That's right. And so she would not have an objection. And many, many people do have devils. Mm -hmm. Many people have devils. And, and I've recorded where some people were delivered of devils, and I have suspected that in seeing my record there uh, on the net for everybody to see, that they would be upset with me. I do not believe for a moment that if they were walking in faith that mm -hmm. they would be upset with me. They would not, because they would know the, the uh, significance of that event. Mm -hmm. And they would have the humility to go with that faith. Mm -hmm. To say, yeah, I was guilty. Mm -hmm. I, I was. Mm -hmm. And you know what? They might be afraid that somebody might not hire them with something like that on the public record. They might be afraid that people are going to despise them or whatever else. Or they might hate me for, for recording it there. I, I know this, that when the Lord um, is, is working with a, with a soul and that soul is walking in faith and obedience, the Lord will take care of all his needs. He'll bless him if this guy remains in humility and faith and patience, mm -hmm. everything will be taken care of. That, that, that potential employer or anybody else that thinks this is awful or whatever else, they can go mm -hmm. fly a kite. And, and I think maybe... Since they have no control over, over anybody's life. God is the one who is sovereign and right. he calls the shots and he gives the rewards and the consequences. Mm -hmm. That's the way it is. So if somebody wants to be against me for things that I've reported in my Autobio, that's that's their problem. If I did something that I shouldn't have done, God will deal with me. Mm -hmm. Not a problem, and I'll be glad that He does. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to say about because you know, there's there, I think people have a lot of. I mean, I suppose devils can be a, an ugly, fearful thing, but if if somebody had bunch of parasites in their intestinal tract. Right. And you healed them. Mm -hmm. 
would you be embarrassed that you were healed? Right. And if that person reported this was this kind of parasite or that kind of parasite and here's what it was doing, right? why should you be ashamed? Why should you be... But if you want to live with parasites, right. or if you're regretful that those parasites were taken away from you... Or embarrassed. Embarrassed. Right. Then you've got a problem. Those parasites will be right back and mm -hmm. they'll be back in full force. It'll be worse than, and, than and, ever. And, and, and that's the way it works. And many are born with the parasites. Yes. Oh, and, yes. And, and you suffer underneath it, and that has its purposes, and, that, and, the, and the Lord is over all of that. But it, it's like, I don't really know how to say it because I haven't really thought about it before, but it's like, it's not like it's something to be ashamed of. It's you're, not. You're, you're not, not, if, not if you're aspiring to the kingdom of God. Right. In this world, it's something to be ashamed of. And right. even there, there are a lot of people that couldn't care less. But, but like, you know, if, 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 that's what's, if, if that's what's troubling you, if that's what's in your life, and, and we've seen that with people, mm -hmm. it's not something that you need to be, you don't need to be afraid of having them, otherwise right. you're fearing devils, right. not God. Right. And, yeah. and they, they like, 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 you could even have a parasitic friend in your life. And you're really not sure how to get rid of them. But odds are, if you're honest, and you're doing the right thing, and you're not going out drinking, and you're not engaging in all of the things that devils like to engage in, that they will leave your company soon enough. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And, and, and some, of them, some of them need to be cast out, and, and others, I, I, think, I think some devils just leave. They're not interested in your yeah. company anymore. That's it's right. not, you know, I... Uh, I they I get bored. You know, here's a situation where I don't necessarily need to use a name, but I'll... Uh, we used to have a fellow on the farm here, and it wasn't a, a devil, that's not what I'm saying, but he did all kinds of work here, but he was really quite a messy guy. And, uh, and, and he would help out the Bensons, the Polish fellow there. Oh. You know, and, and he'd help out with this, that, and the other thing, but I remember after I cleaned up the whole farm and organized everything, he visited one time, and he came in the workshop, and he was kind of like, he says, you're a, he says, you know, I just, I, I used to work in here, and, and I was, it was comfortable. And, and he says, I, and I know why I'm not comfortable in here anymore. It's, it's because, you know, you Dutchman, you're so tidy, and I, I don't feel like I can make a mess in here anymore, whereas before it was, it was messy, so I felt like I was at home, like, kind of like my house. My house is a big disaster, right? And he was pretty frank about it, and, uh, and I, you know, but it's kind of a lesson there. Like he was just like, sure. this, this ain't me. I'm out of here. I'm trying to remember who that was. I Stan. <laughs> Stan. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's right. You told me about yeah, that. And, I, and, and, and don't get me wrong. I appreciate the fellow, but he's, yeah. he's just, he's not a, he does not surround himself with order to say the right. least. And he didn't come back. And he didn't really come back. He just right. kind of, it wasn't his shtick anymore. He yeah. got out of Dodge yeah. and, and, and went where the mess was. Cause that's yeah. where. And they're ruled, they're ruled by these spirits. Right. That's right. And so, just, yeah. just that's an example of just a person in your life. And, and devils mm -hmm. can be the same way. Sure. It's just like, sure. you're, you're not lawless anymore. You're keeping a tidy home. Right. And it's like, this isn't any fun. I was yeah. along for the ride, and yeah. you're not driving anymore. Right. <laughs> right. So, it, you know, it's, it's not like, just, just obey and keep a tidy home, physically yeah. and spiritually. Yeah. That's right. And you know, that's another thing is that you, you can be you can be dissuading from devils from being in your life by cleaning up your kitchen and your bedroom. That's right. It makes them uncomfortable when they start seeing order and truth come into your life. So just Amen. get your affairs in order. Amen. Do things properly. Amen. 
and 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 make your bed, brush your teeth, wash right. the dishes. And if there's a if there's a real pesky creature in your life and he just won't leave you, uh, the Lord the Lord sees that, notices. Yeah. yeah. And when he sees that you're done being processed by that opposition. There was even Paul. Paul was asking, you know, not that he was possessed by a spirit, mm -hmm. but he was certainly troubled by one. Right. Which, again, there's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference there between, between spirits coming and trying to harass you and them possessing you, which is ownership of you. Right, right. Um, so even there, there's a yeah. clarification. Yeah, oh, for sure. But, you know, he asked the Lord if he could just not be bothered by that anymore. Right. And the Lord was like, no, that's, that's there for your good, Paul. Yeah, you need it. Yeah. And that happens. I need a devil? Right. I need a devil? I'm an apostle. Right. You need it. You need it. You can get huffy. You can get too smart for your, your britches. Mm -hmm. You need it. Amen. And it'll be there until you don't need it anymore. Mm -hmm. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, even on that topic, because I know we've discussed it, but I think... You know, people can get almost freaked out. Like, I've got, you, you think I've got devils? Right. And, and it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's surely not the way that you're imagining it. Right. From a, from a right. religious well, you standpoint. Know, one of the reasons for that is because they've seen devils in the scriptures, in the mm -hmm. Gospels, and they were pretty uh, traumatic experiences. Mm -hmm. like the kid was being thrown into the fire or mm -hmm. into the water. And, and so they think, well, if I've got a devil, that's the same kind mm -hmm. of thing. Devils come in many shapes and forms and colors. And, and even devil and can be just a, a figuratively strong word because in the scriptures it describes many of them. It's just unclean spirits. That's right. Or familiar spirits. Right. They know things. Sure. Right. It's, it's not, it's, I, I shouldn't minimize. Right. And, and that's not what I'm trying to do either. Right. But it's no. like, not, not, I don't want you, you to have an idea in your head that stimulates a fear response. There's something I want to do here right now, Martin. It's suddenly occurring to me. People have talked about receiving the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially several people who are talking uh, at the path of truth and answering comments, mm -hmm. answering adversaries of ours that come in and criticize us and condemn us. And they want to have this, this the Spirit. Mm -hmm. They want to know that they have that relationship. Right now, Father, I'm asking that you'll give these people that are earnestly after you the way to come into your presence, into your fellowship, to receive you. Let there be that repentance. Let them mm -hmm. examine themselves before you. Let them seek you for whatever points of obedience they need. To meet, and I'm asking the Lord that you'll give the Spirit to the people that need to speak up and, mm -hmm. and glorify your name and to stop the enemies from their blasphemies. Mm -hmm. I'm asking you to do that. There have been people that want to receive the Spirit. I don't know their hearts, but I do know that I would like them to have fellowship with us in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And and I know that you've also already given uh, an anointing to some of these mm -hmm. some of these people. I, I I think it's wonderful. Just just several people, I could name several 
Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I don't know for sure, so I'm not going to go there. But, but there are people who have who have had some wonderful answers for a lot of people there. Several, several guys. Suddenly, mm -hmm. the Lord's brought a, a bunch of, younger guys in there, and and they're. <laughs> they're they're slugging it out. Oh, uh, they are. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. routing the enemy, mm -hmm. and the enemy is going away with nothing they can do or say except mm -hmm. absurdities. Mm -hmm. They're just making damn fools of themselves. So, uh, but I'm asking the Lord that you'll baptize in your spirit mm -hmm. all those whom you will. Amen. I'm asking you for this, Father. Thank you. Cleanse them of devils if they're there. Mm -hmm. Take away their their vices. Mm -hmm. I know that you'll permit certain things to remain until until these people have learned obedience. All in your sight, Lord. All all according to your judgment. Mm -hmm. But I'm asking for that. <sighs> Thank you, Lord. Nandi. Thank you, Lord. Whatever you may want or need. Yeah. He said he would do it. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's just so good to be able to hear from the Lord and to have your prayers answered. Mm -hmm. It's just so good. So good. You asked for an army of one million people. I forgot all about that. That was years ago. Years ago. <laughs> well, patience. Yeah. <laughs> ten or twelve is the start. <laughs> What's that? I said ten or twelve is the start, right? <laughs> but you know, we've never had it like this. We're suddenly no. a, a bunch of people. The Lord has brought these people, and they have their doubts and they have their struggles, and and mm -hmm. and 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 and. and handicaps and and vices and whatever and the Lord's being merciful to them mm -hmm. he's being merciful he's being patient mm -hmm. you guys don't realize you know here's something else that, that has come to me a lot of these guys are saying things I was never able to say at that stage of my spiritual life several mm -hmm. of these people right and they're saying them a lot of these guys and I marvel and I think wow I didn't have that understanding Martin, you have all kinds of things. And so, so several yeah. other guys that are appearing at the path of truth and answering the, the, the enemies, the adversaries, the, the uh, uh, people that are attacking us. And they have wonderful things to say and they've got a good knowledge of the scriptures and they're able to tie the scriptures in. I'm so thankful for that. I didn't have that. And guess what? Isn't that the parable of when the uh, Lord of the Vineyard, right, right. you know, he hires somebody in the morning and. Mm -hmm agrees for a price to work and hires others say around noon I think mm -hmm. it was and then what somebody around five o'clock mm -hmm. still he still finds somebody mm -hmm. standing in the streets looking for work why aren't you working well, no, no man hired us alright well come work for me they work for one hour mm -hmm. they get the same pay yeah. and the guys the guys that first started at the beginning of the day, right. they said, well, how come, how come he's getting the same pay? You know, we worked all day. We bore the heat of the day and we worked hard. And he says, look, we agreed. And we agreed on the price, what's your problem? And I'm, and I'm giving you what we agreed to. 
And if I want to be generous with, with anybody else and just give them something or give them the same pay, even though they haven't done the same amount of work, why are you finding fault with me? And so now I'm seeing these guys and they have these things and I'm thinking that's marvelous. And I, by God's grace, I don't ever want to come anywhere near to being resenting jealous them. or yeah. resenting them. Yeah. I, I can rejoice because they're, we have it together. We have it all, well, they've received right? You and they've received your reward. Yes. He and believes a prophet, he receives the reward of a prophet. Amen, amen. Right. And, amen. And, yeah, amen. And, and then we just read there that they labored, not for their sakes, but for our sakes. And you did the same thing for, yeah. for me and all these, everybody else here. Yeah. And so, you know, if that's what you were doing it for, because the Lord said, my people are hurting. Amen. Nobody will lay down their life. Amen. And so you lay down your life for his people. Why should you be the least resentful? Oh, man. That you got yeah. what you were, and he was after. Yeah. And I want to say to those guys, you, you have no idea how, how good you've got no in, kidding. in spite of some of your handicaps and problems. Right, yeah. You don't have, you have no idea how good you have it. Mm -hmm. It's so wonderful. Mm -hmm. You got the same pay at five o'clock, at mm -hmm. six o'clock for an hour's work. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I rejoice with you. I'm don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. You have nothing to be discouraged about. You've come into the victory. Mm -hmm. Yes. Things have to be cleaned up in your life. God is merciful, he's patient, just like he expects you to be. But you've got it made. It's wonderful, mm -hmm. it's wonderful. And if, and if you know it was just handed over and you didn't work for it, then don't be so quick to find fault with people That's who have right. nothing. Don't think that you got this on your own accord, that you somehow right. uh, figured it out and you're smart and whatever else. Right. That's Nothing. He'll, he'll quickly make a fool of you. That's right. Absolutely. That road, Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad that some of these things came up here. Yeah. And we're saying guys loosely because of the guys talking there, but not just specifically the guys. Right. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. We've appreciated lots of other things. Yes. The women have had to say and yeah. share and. Yeah. And their faith. Yeah. The Lord had several women following mm -hmm. in his closer group. Mary Magdalene, one of them. Mm -hmm. All the Marys. All the Marys. There were three Marys at the mm -hmm. cross, mm -hmm. from what I can understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the, the, the name Mary means bitterness. Right, Mara. It's Mara, it's, it's a Hebrew name. Mm -hmm. Marilyn, she's had her bitterness, Ma namely me. <laughs> uh, and, and that's significant. Mm -hmm. It is significant. It's not just a, an accident or anything like that, coincidence. So I think that's it for tonight. Martin, what do you think? Is there anything else that anybody? I don't think there's anything else. I think we're good for, for now. And I think everybody that's been listening to this, there's plenty here for you to consider, pray about, yeah. I'd like to finish one thing, because mm -hmm. I didn't assign the other, other job. We kind of answered Lauren there, but I'd like Isaiah okay. for her right. to find 
many of the things you've had to say about receiving the Spirit to all the people that have asked and put that together for her. Right. And note that these people have not seen these questions yet. We'll let them know the exact questions. Yes, for sure. Email. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll send out the exact questions by email. And, um, but it, it's, not that I want to prolong this, but often we've said to people, well, you got a question? You know, just your, your question's answered on the website. But I, I find that people don't really go and look for it then. Right. And so, if you've got questions, and, and, and don't be so proud to think, well, if I ask a question, then somebody else is going to answer it for me. But if you have a question, we might have something to say, but we might also just assign it to somebody if we figure that there's enough there that we've already said, that right. you've already said. Right. And so, and it'll also get people helping one another. Yes. Mm -hmm. the, path, the path of truth has thousands and thousands of hours of mm -hmm. instruction. Mm -hmm. and, and honor that time. Honor that life that's been laid down and sacrificed freely. Don't, don't let it be wasted by um, expecting the Lord to draw you more water. Right. And there's plenty to go around. Right. Good. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's wonderful. Amen.